No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. It's the middle of winter. It's that time of year when you get that tickling in the back of your throat. Kind of like. <clears throat> yeah, you don't want to be doing that all day. <laughs> no. Go check out Clyer's Throat 37. This is a soothing all natural spray that was created and tested by singers, for singers, and people that talk. And I think everybody that's listening to my voice right now, right now says something at one time or another. So you need to head over to Clyer.com slash throat 37 and put in the promo code simple you're going to get 10% off this stuff is amazing the second you get that tickle in the back of your throat you feel that phlegm building up give a few squirts of this stuff and it is amazing it sets you straight gets you going right get your voice back on track and it what it does is it stimulates fluid circulation it fights inflammation and it coats your throat the result is fast long-term relief that allows you to keep on slugging and singing through back-to-back recording sessions or talking to a million people in the grocery store line as you're checking them out or the bank teller or whatever you're doing all day long using your voice so go check it out like i said that's c-l-y-o-r.com slash throat three seven and use the promo code simple it's that simple you know, it is Christmas right now. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry and Christmas. if you didn't get what you wanted for Christmas, go get yourself what you want over at shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram. Go pick yourself up one of the internet's finest purveyors of Grateful Dead inspired merchandise. Go get yourself a t shirt, a hoodie, a sticker pack. Don't have to feel sad. You don't have to feel blue. You can go hook yourself up. And you know what? It's going to come with a little something extra. It's going to come with a hand design box and a real live bona fide dyed in the wool Grateful Dead bootleg cassette tape and a pencil to spool it with. They don't leave you hanging. So go check out shoptourbus.com online or at shoptourbus on Instagram and hook yourself up. Don't be sad. Be happy. Make yourself smile, smile, smile. Yeah. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work 
that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Mel Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Christmas. It's Christmas. It's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. In, in, in the, that boy in George song. Can't, can't no, go. you can't do that. You can't do that. We're, we'll get copyright. Hey now, No Simple Road family. How's it going, everybody? Yeah, you can't. Have yourself you a merry little Christmas. That's pretty oh, good, Apple. We do, we do. Here comes the copyright from, police. From Frank Sinatra. No, no, you can say that. Welcome back to No I'm Simple Dank Road. Sinatra. Well, oh, God. <laughs> this is Aaron. This is Mel. And this is Apple Santa. Hey, Apple everybody. Santa. Merry Christmas from the No Simple Road family Apple to Santa. all of you out there. It is a time of miracles. It is a time of magic. It is a time of unveiling, unfolding. The light is returning. Our solstice has solstice, and the light is coming back. We have gone through the darkness, and we are emerging into the light. And with that light comes our guest this week, the one, the, the only, Bill Nershi. Man, I'm going to tell what? you something. String Cheese Incident played my favorite show I've ever been to in my whole life. If you're a listener No Simple Road, you know that I say that, and I'm not saying that lightly. I've seen a lot of live music. That in rain life. show, though. I, I saw it personally. I've been to a lot of shows with this guy, and dancing in the rain with him was pretty amazing. And <laughs> Nurshi coming know. on the show did not disappoint the feeling that i had at that show is now carried over into this interview and that is why we held on to this and decided to give it to you as a christmas and present what a great guy 
also like okay he amazing musician and then we talked to him and he's such a sweetheart of a man about to have chicken noodle soup remember that was tequila yeah and just this was one of the things during quarantine that was like a mile marker for the show that um when he when he says it and you'll hear it um it just like pierced all of our hearts but especially you babe that reaction that you had when he oh yeah, yeah he, at the he end of the said show something at the end of this episode. we don't want to we don't want <clears> to <throat> very, very no i'm going to tell him right now so they don't have to listen oh. so anyway he said no i'm just kidding at the end of this towards the end of the conversation he said something to all of us that that really um affected the show he me said something and the about show the, yeah. and personally and made i was all teared up and silly and weepy and but it was a big deal anyway yeah that happened and I just thought that this would be a great Christmas present for all you guys out there. I know that the No Simple Road all family loves folks. string cheese incident and um, Bill Nershey is the shit. So I don't know what <laughs> yeah. else to say about that, man. What? Well, I'm, I'm just going to say it. I didn't say it during the interview, but I just feel Bill Nershey is he's, he's like me. We're, we're, we're festive. <laughs> we're Christmassy. Yeah. He's got yeah. the look. He passes yeah. that on. It's all about smiles. He's got those gold yes. locks, the beard. I mean, this is a great Christmas one. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. So I was super excited to bring this every year, like maybe in um, September, end of September, beginning of October, I start thinking like, all right, who are we going to get on the calendar that we can um, give the the family for a Christmas present? And um this year, I like that you think about that. Yeah. And this year I was at a, a fucking loss. I was like, man, quarantine and 2020 and blah, blah, blah. And my head wasn't right. And, and then this popped up out of the ether. And when it was in early October, when I found out that this was maybe going to happen. And immediately I was like, oh, yeah, that's going to be our Christmas present because him and Apple have that. Santa look. Which is so cute. <laughs> the jolly, the happiness. That. Yeah. So, I, I, like I said, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, but I'm really, really stoked to bring this to you guys. And um, I hope you dig it as much as we You guys did. are going to dig it. Um, but, you know, it's Christmas Y'all. time. And we wanted to do something special for all of you out there. And before we get going, I want to say something to um, our friend out there special listener viv happy birthday from me and mel and apple and apple and darwin darwin (laughs) you're turning 20 and your friend abby wrote in and let us know that you love no simple road and i just wanted to say from the three of us that we love you and we appreciate you and we're honored to that you listen to us mel you're sneezing oh no i'm sneezing we're honored that you listen to us (laughs) and that you you dig the show and that you groove on what we're doing and that you're part of the no simple road family and that you're out there picking up what we're putting down man and you know what birthdays are a super special time i've 
always loved birthday time. Some people shit on their birthday and are like, oh, don't mention my birthday. Don't buy me anything. I don't want any. Those are usually people who care the most. Yep. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not one of those people. I have always dug my birthday and I want you to know, I want you to feel like that this year. I want you to be excited and know yeah. that we're thinking of you and that the whole No Simple Robe family is wishing you a happy birthday. And you share a birthday with Aaron's mom. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's right. Yep. That's true. You and my mom have the same birthday. And I think you're both Capricorns, right? In that Capricorn territory? Yes, it is. Yeah. So, yeah. It's an auspicious. She's an extraordinary woman. She really is. And it's an auspicious occasion. Yes, That it your is. birthday is on New Year's Eve. It is a night of renewal. And we are, like I said at the beginning of the episode, we're coming out of the darkness into the light. And the page is turning on probably the toughest year that any of us have ever faced. And we're moving out of it together as one into something brand new. And there is an air of hope and renewal and electricity in the air. And I'm hoping that that just carries through the whole year for you and all of us and turning 20 in 2020 oh those no oh yeah she did in 2020 those twos are strong in her what does that mean well like in strong (laughs) i mean anytime you see a repeating number that is just it's like somebody asking you for something three times or you hearing a message three times whatever so she 20 20 20 like that is 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 2021. Just pay attention to that. You know, look it up. So thank you for being part of our family. Yeah. Here. And, thank and you the so happiest much. of birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to, to Abby too. <laughs> Abby for reaching out. Oh my God. You guys are awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it like feels like the holiday spirit, you know, like that people that you meet, people that like that you care about you want to do something special for them you want them you want to acknowledge them it's birthday time like like celebration is in the air is the point you know Mm -hmm. and so we are happy to celebrate you viv this year for even like i said um we sent you a little video like that you even are stoked on it you know that we're doing this or saying anything shouting you out so let's give her happy birthday one two three Happy birthday, Viv! What? Whoa! Everybody pooped out at the end. I, there. I didn't know what we were doing well, there. The yeah. whole ha- happy birthday, know, Viv! Yay. Happy birthday or happy birthday, Viv! Viv. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Um, you know what? It is like I said, the time of magic and and uh, miracles and all that. And uh, I want to just take a few minutes and hear about. What magic has happened with you lately, Mel? Magic. Mm-hmm. Or miracle. Magic and miracles. Come on. I know that we're, this is a magical household. It's very And magical. a miraculous one too. Yeah. No, there's a lot of magic and blessings. That, I guess the biggest one is self-realization that it has deepened this year to levels that I haven't expected and i don't think that that even makes sense self-realization expected i don't think those two words go together but um i've been able to confront some really heavy um, emotional things this year 
and let them go. You're, and you're like Elsa. Oh yeah. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I, I I am like Elsa, and it's appropriate. It's like winter time. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like, um, I just feel more like a woman than I ever have this year. Wow. Yeah. That's saying a lot. Yeah. A woman is a powerful thing. Yeah. A pr- powerful being. You know, I I noticed just how much I tippy toe or I would concede for no reason or just go along to get go, along. Yeah. And I'm not going to be contrary just for the hell of it. But now I actually am like, no, I do have an opinion. I was what just going to say you found your opinions. Yeah. Well, I, I've always had them, but the voice... And I feel like that. I feel like um, there's been a few times this year that I've had some really great friends who I respect say something about me being articulate, which is very, like, astounding to me. (laughs) Like, what? Sometimes I just trail off. I'll be, like, a a freaking train talking about the most amazing thing. Living with with Mel. And then I forget. And then this happens because if he'll interrupt and then I really don't remember what happened. So just that being said, I have started to see myself in the true light instead of like what I think I look like. Do you know? It's like mm-hmm. taking off the beer goggles and like, whoa, oh, okay, that's what's really happening there. This is, and I was able to convey that to a friend recently and they had a personal revelation about that and so um it's that confrontation and personal growth this year that i'm you know i'm grateful i i started to remember also how tired and exhausted i was um at the end of last year because of all of the travel and partying, partying for sure. And concerts and <clears throat> wanting to be with, you know, Sydney and, and going to LA a lot last year. And, um, so I, I definitely needed this time to retreat and to not have obligations, you know, so that I can really settle in on, who the hell is driving this ship? Who's inside of this this girl and this woman? And uh, it's been a really good magical sense and wonder in that in that like um, it's not external, but it's very like internal, and it's making me feel different on the I outside. I think that's a, a theme of the year for a lot of people that I know. It's it's not external, it's internal. Mm-hmm. It's a very internal... I mean, we've been pushed inside physically, right? I've so, never ex- ignored my external so much, but felt so good. Like, not like to a negative degree, but like, mm-hmm. you know, when I worked in the spa industry, I had to like always have my eyebrows on point. Oh, you know, just things like that. We're and playing a different game now. It's a whole... I'm a whole <laughs> different human being. Yeah. And so... um yeah, a lot more internal, uh, just mindful and progressive movement. It's not just stagnant anymore where I'm just stuck in my head spinning around. I'm, there's action behind it. Yeah, I, I see it, man. And it's a beautiful thing to behold. It is. It's awesome to watch the whole thing happen. You can, like, it's, we've been pushed inside. And 
it's not easy being forced to do something against your will, right? But then finding ways to ease that uncomfortability of it and finding the the magic and the... Well, it's like, what are you uncomfortable about? Right. That's different for everybody. Right. And it's, it has been a journey for everybody. This, I have never felt so excited for a year to end (laughs) ever. I never in my whole life, like I could have fucking care less. New Year's Eve. Great. Whatever. Another new year. Yay. Happy new year. And pop the champagne and on we go. This year, I'm like, bring it. New Year's <laughs> Eve, let's let's do this. Like, you gonna dress up, baby? I, I'm no, I'm gonna dress down and sweats. <laughs> I'm staying home on New Year's Eve, but um, no, you got to stay home and dress up. That's no, the thing. I'm not yeah, doing gold that. Gold shirt, yeah, dress leopard print shoes, leopard print shoes, and a Cowboy green hat. sequin g-string. Go to bed at six thirty. Yeah, lots of hip thrusts. Have supper at like four. Supper. You got to call it supper if you eat at four. I love that. That that came up yesterday. We had supper. Yeah, we, we did though. Yeah, but it, it's, it wasn't. It's been it's been nuts, man, and having it come to an end and just finally being able to turn the page on it is a okay, man. Everything. Like I think back, we went for a walk today and I haven't worn the jacket that I put on today since the beginning of this for whatever reason. And I found a, uh, what was the reason you can tell us? I don't know. I just hadn't come it, on, man. I don't know. Apple, <laughs> Because he hasn't been outside, I didn't okay? fucking feel like it, It man. wasn't fashionable. It was a freaking winter jacket. No, and I found a bandana, tie-dye bandana that I got at Dick's in the pocket. And I remembered back to the beginning of quarantine. Because that bandana was in my pocket from the beginning of quarantine because I didn't have a mask yet. It was that mm. early in quarantine. And I remember thinking... At the beginning, oh, this would be a couple of weeks. Like, I'll just use this bandana for now. And it really m- struck home how far we've come. Yeah. It, it, Ten months, Absolutely. man. Of really intense emotional work by our entire country. Wow. Right? Yeah. Think about that shit. Yeah. Like collectively the collective consciousness and we're not done no we aren't there yet but no we have gone through some shit yes and human beings have this incredible capacity to go through pain and immediately block out what the pain was like oh my gosh right i mean you remember that it hurt but you don't remember the depths that it took you to or like the realness of the thing. And it's just, it's a survival mechanism in a human being. I think that like keeps us moving forward. But when I pulled that bandana out of my pocket today, it brought me back to the beginning of this. And I thought about all the steps that have gotten where we are right now, like not being able to go to the office and then having getting to work from home. And then being alone every day and you guys going out and being on the front lines and being afraid that something was going to happen in the beginning. Like everything was so up in the air and 
I mean, I just go on and on and on. There's just been this yeah. continuum of of struggles and trials and and many vignette moments of freak out, and then that roller coaster return back down to normalcy or whatever that is. And it's been a long fucking strange trip, 2020. Oh yeah. And, um, yeah, I just, it really impressed on me how far we've all come and how much we've all been through. And it feels really good to have a minute to just take a breath and go, Merry Christmas, man. Yeah. Yes. Merry fucking Christmas. We did it. We made it. We got it. We got here. We made it. We're all here. Merry fucking Christmas. Yeah. (laughs) Merry fucking Christmas. Totally. And I don't know, man. I, in my heart of hearts, like in the middle of myself, I just got to believe it's, things are going to get better. It's looking up. Yeah. What kind of miracle have you seen this holiday season, Apple? Oh, well, I was going to say, it's my turn. Yeah. Okay, let's start off at the beginning. I don't want to bore you with the details, but oh. So we start off this year, uh, start off very strong. We go see uh, we go see Andy Frasco in the UN wow. opening for Humphreys McGee at uh, Crystal Ballroom. Fantastic. Then we go to. that was You got this one, backwards, but oh, it's okay. Yeah, Crystal yeah Crystal Ballroom. Andy Frasco yeah, was opening for Humphreys. You got, yeah, but that was the last show we saw. Oh, okay. We saw Goose. Yeah, Goose okay. and Pigeons. Goose opening for Pigeons, then which Andy. was fantastic. Then I go with Ryder, last con on March 11th, go see Tool, which is fantastic, but kind of a weird way to go into the rest of the year. Then we get our lockdown. And one thing <clears throat> I realized this year, uh, Aaron can attest to this, so can Mel, <laughs> as far as miracles go. I mean, this year, I have never worked so hard in my life. It's a fucking The miracle. cannabis industry yeah. is just booming. And that what that and uh, our po- podcast, No Simple Road, is what it, it, it's been a fire this whole season. I mean, we went, cannabis industry was deemed essential. We were working our asses off. People need medicine more than ever. We're providing that day in and day out. It has been such a challenge, but I have just kept up with it. I deal with sinus infections, things and stuff. I've gotten better. I got even better this year in the midst of all this. I, I've, I've hardly gotten sick at all. When I did, I didn't let it get me down. And then this podcast is the other thing that just, I mean, every time it seems kind of shitty, the weekend gets here and we have guests like Billy Strings and Dave Schools and just the lineup we've had this year of people that, you know, need to have an outlet too. And we've, been privileged to be that outlet for a lot of these artists you know local and all over the world Mm -hmm. it's just amazing the shit it just blows my mind day in and day out that all of you guys love us so much and that that keeps us going and we used to worry about what are we going to do next and now it's organic it's coming to us we you know we reach out to people, but we but, but to have the flattery coming back with people reaching out to us yeah. that want to be on the show, that, that that say things day in and day out. Uh, like earlier, the shout out we gave to Vivi, you know our listener. We we love everybody. You know it's one of those things. It's like everybody. There's no class distinction. No, we're all mm-hmm. on the same level. We're all part of the own our this whole community. So, I mean, that has just kept me fired up this year. And now we are, we're here at the end of the year. I can't believe how fast it's gone. And yeah. here we are heading into 2021. 
I think we're all realistic. We know there's no magic uh, wand or anything that we're going to wake up January 1st and everything's going to be changed. But I think the one thing we've all learned, and I've heard this a lot more in the last couple months, um, hearing it from my parents, especially like my dad and stuff, people getting upset at our, I'm, I'll, go, I'll go there for a second, upset at our government for 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 you know we always think they they have our backs and everything but we got to have each other's backs and that's where we're at now fucking given my dad's given like a he's given a bunch of donations you hear i hear people that ha- they don't people that don't have hardly anything going out and working at the food banks and stuff people you know from from having means to no means people are giving back because we realized we got to fucking take care of each other. Mm. We can't expect somebody else to do it. Mm -hmm. And that's the message I want to end on with what I have to say is fucking, we are strong. Mm -hmm. The love is growing. We're taking care of each other. It's nice to have, you know, them out there taking care of us. But when it comes down to it, we got to take care of each other. We can't let the shit get us down. We got to stay positive and Ooh. we all will be dancing and partying soon. Cause he ain't going to stop that shit. <laughs> that, that grammatic Merry fucking Christmas, Merry Christmas, that grammatic <laughs> post that you sent me, Mel is one of the funniest fucking things. He's like, uh, I don't care. Talk about a, uh, the vaccination chip and the vaccination they could stick a whole ipad up my ass that means i could do drugs in a porta potty at a festival soon <laughs> i think it was just like i don't know if, i mean it was that's hit. tongue in cheek yeah. man no, of oh, course he, it is yeah yes of course it is an ipad won't fit up your butt it won't anyway I, listen uh, don't challenge people yeah okay mm-hmm. never mind check it out man it, it, the holidays mean something different just like birthdays mean something different to a lot of people yeah. and i it can be super fucking hard for some of the folks oh, out yeah. there. It, especially the holidays in, were really depressing around my yeah, house when it, I was growing up. Cause it was hard for my mom. She always had a hard time with her birthday. And like you were saying, people celebrating and not liking it. So it was dark around my house. But like when we got together, you loved it so much. I f- love Christmas time. Yeah. And you, acted like a grown-ass kid you know like so excited and buying so many presents for me and like I'm like what the heck and so you just brought the Christmas spirit back like you took that black cloud of Christmas away but I understand like a a season you can you know sometimes you just get into that well and it's that feeling it's tough too because people can't be with their families yeah there's a lot of reasons right now but yeah I want like one of the things about No Simple Road that I have kept in the forefront of my mind as we've continued to evolve is that we're always honest yeah. with, with you guys out there. And, and we are. I'm, I want to share something with you that really only Mel and Apple know, Ryder, well, of course, Darwin. But, um, <clears throat> you know, th- talking about 2020 and, and coming into this time of the year and being retro introspective and retrospective there's this year has been extremely difficult for me personally in doing no simple road. Um, there's been a few times during this year that I, I really wondered how I was going to continue doing it. Um, there came a lot of moments early on in the quarantine when I was ready to throw in the towel 
Uh, I getting behind the mic and trying to muster up the wherewithal to not be a negative piece of shit and put that out into the world was really fucking hard a lot of times. And, um, it was really Mel and Apple that brought me out of it when we would sit down in here and, and I would see them and then think about you guys out there that needed something to make you smile and some connection with the music that we're all missing so much. That was the thing that would bring me back around. And, and then the, the next week would happen and I would get just pounded in the face by reality and, uh, have to pull myself up again and, and then we get a letter and then, and And then somebody would write in. Yeah. And also remember too, you, Aaron, you were not alone in that too. Cause the three of us had our struggles and issues and didn't know what the hell was going to happen. You you center your, um, well for us, we center our podcast around live music. So you can say that you center your world around one thing. And then that one thing, completely morphs you know it's gone it's literally so what do you do you just stop well we all realize that you know and i i mean i think i definitely realized this you know before this but we are the show you know it's it's what who we are aaron melanie apple darwin it's us in relation to the music. It's us in relation to whatever else we're talking about. And so I wasn't worried that we didn't have a show, but what I didn't realize how important it was um, to the musicians just as much as the listeners and just as much to us, especially after this episode. And so for me, I'm more grateful for the show than I ever have been because it's something I look forward to. It's something I feel like when I listen back, I'm like, wow, I hope somebody really got something from that because that's, that's we just bared our soul right there. It you became know? therapy this year. <laughs> totally. We always have said that, but this year it really was therapy. And you know, we, I want to address something too really quick and then you can go off. But like, we didn't address a lot of the big topics that happened this year, politics, uh, you mm. know, all social stuff that was going on. And a lot of the, the only thing I want to say about that is, you know, when you go into a movie theater and you go for a kid's movie, you're not expecting adult content. You know, you don't want to see, you know, people making out and being inappropriate in a little kid's movie. And I feel like when you come into No Simple Road, you're coming home to get relaxed and taken care of and listen to a good conversation. You're not going to a debate. You're not going to, you know, a horror movie. You are coming to, you know, bring your tea cup and come chill out and you can exercise with us and you, but you're, it's not going to be this kind of content that's going to make you uncomfortable um, at least not on purpose, you know, there's plenty of avenues and arenas to talk about your opinions about what's going on. But I realized for, it was so important for no simple road to be a solace and like an Island. 
Yeah. And, you know, I bring the spa with me. I, I want that to kind of be a part of what No Simple Row does, you know, come in nice and easy and calming and relaxing like and allow you to be with your frustrated thoughts about everything or just forget about it for a little while and hang out with us yeah yeah man so that's what i wanted to address about you know the stuff that we purposely did not talk about this yeah that that was not a um omission by forgetting that was no on purpose and so back to what i was saying there were times when i was in the dumps and uh, really wondering how we were going to keep doing this. And uh, I have to say that I think the biggest miracle for me is where I feel like I am with no simple road at this point in the year, looking back and remembering feeling like that for real, man, the comparison, the comparison between the, I there, you could put, a 10,000 mile high brick wall in front of me and say, okay, keep going. And I'm going to find a way over that fucking wall now to keep doing this show. Like there's that makes me happy to hear nothing going to stop me from, from, from bringing this. I just feel like it is. Do you know what I mean? But, but when, okay, I get that, but sitting down to sitting down to edit it, to, to, reaching out to the guests yeah. to do all the shit that goes into it like it's not just is you're, it's yes, fucking hard you're true and there's a lot of work that goes into it yeah it is just is for you guys but not for me <laughs> and <laughs> yeah so there's Thank a lot you, of baby. moments that it didn't it's feel not for, yeah. yeah and so nothing is going to fucking stop me from doing this and not even your own bad attitude not even it. my own bullshit and i realized this year what we are and i'm really fucking proud of us could you put it into words i no like what we are we're essential yeah we're an essential (gasps) service oh that's true apple we are a connecting point between our scene Mm -hmm. and i'm serious too and the members of it we've been deemed essential by our guests and our listeners and ourselves yep you're true it's it's right and I just want to thank you too, babe, for creating it and keeping it going and not being uh, static with it and to always keep it interesting and to be able to take, um, cause we talk about the show and I'll be like, Oh, I don't like this or that was cool. And you, you are able to take criticism you know, and I appreciate that. I don't give it a lot because I think you do a great job, but some stuff and I just like the interplay of what you do to the show and, and how we're all in it. And I just love it. I love it a lot. I love our logo. I love the content. I love, I love the fact that it's us. I, I'm just, I'm grateful for the baby that you made and that we all take care of. 
Thanks. And I that everybody that. else listening is enjoying. Let me snowball on that too. Yeah, big heartfelt welcome to the conductor here because he is the conductor. Me and Mel are like the silly fun passengers. I'm we're, trying we're to in the front. That. We're, we're on the locomotive. We're sitting yes. right behind him, right by his we side. We got his back. We're fanning coal him in the fire and, and everything. Him. But but if Aaron, I mean, like Aaron was saying, if Aaron one week was like was like fuck this, I'm not editing here. You and Mel edit the show. Me and Mel would spend a long time staring stupidly at each some, other. <laughs> I would call someone. I would call like Norm. Yeah, I don't know. Norm. We 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 <laughs> the three of us put these voices and ourselves full hearted into this. But Aaron is the one that does the magic behind. He's you're the he's the man behind the curtains. The wizard. Yeah, he's we, the one. We throw that, the ground beef on the table. He comes out with these gourmet burgers. He's the one, you yeah, know, he's the are, one that makes it sound good, look good. Uh, our Instagram, everything. He just kills it day in and day out. And it amazes me when I look every day at, at like the end of the day. I come home. And I have a few minutes to catch up, look at Instagram, and see everything he did starting at 6 a.m. until fucking he goes to bed. You yeah. put every every moment of the day, you put something into it, dude. And I love you for it. I, I love you guys for love what we too, do. Yeah. yeah, You guys, I, everybody out there, have no idea the amount of energy that goes into this show. It's incredible. And Aaron, you don't even realize how, like, I know you realize it because you do it, but like the overall um, many arms, like if you were, you know, have many, many more arms in the Shiva, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and yeah. I just, got, I, got I want like 80 arms. I know. do. I want to impress on to everybody out there. I mean, this is just that you're really incredible and that you do so much and I'm so proud and nobody could do what you do. No, like even if Apple and I knew how to do what you do, we couldn't do what you do. No, it'd be a different, it'd be a different thing. I thank you. I appreciate what you guys said. It's a true thing. And this is our thing. I don't, your part's just bigger than ours. Well, it's not. It doesn't have anything to do with bigger or smaller. My part is just my part, and your part is your part. That's all. It, it, there's no size thing. It's a. We're all in this thing. <laughs> it's not a size it thing. Size yeah. doesn't matter. It's wow. The, but it's seriously, like, that is the most awesome thing that's come out of this year is figuring out the garden that we've grown. And now learning how to like tend it and that's dope and it's a good fucking feeling to like i feel like i'm i found the groove with it yeah you know what i mean like okay i was waffling and figuring it out and wavering and and (laughs) i there's going to be a million more figure outs on the way but for where we are in this moment in time i got this and and we're we're trucking you, forward. You got the same thing. This came up recently. You, you threw this one out on Mel and I think we all did. This was the year of like Stella got her groove back. Yeah. Yes. Hopefully you got there and you oh, found yeah. that because we all got funky and the self. And we did. Self we searching deep. and everything. So it's that, like Stella got her groove back. That was what I was saying to all you guys out there. Any of you out there that are having a hard time with the holidays, that you fucking hate Christmas and this is a shitty time of year for you, just know that you are not 
in this shit alone, man. We are all feeling it. It's all over the place for everybody out there, man. This whole scene is missing live music to the core of our being. Mel and I were driving down the street tonight listening to some music, and I was like, the feeling I have missing live music is like a cavity with no filling in it, just like this raw sore. That that's the only I straight up I was like I'm not gonna put that self that put that on myself but I do miss I get get it man and and (laughs) you know we're as a community I'm not talking about humanity I'm talking about our family the jam community the improvisational musical community we're missing each other we're missing the music there's a lot going on right now man but like I said in the beginning. We are in this shit together and we will continue to serve as a connecting point to keep you connected with the music and the people that make it and be here for you to hang out with and sit here and bullshit and listen to Darwin fart and us do silly ass commercials and have cool guests and introduce you to new music and all the stuff that we've been doing. We're going to be here. This is something you can count on. And if you need us, all you need to do is reach out. Yeah. Like Gabby did for her friend Viv. Yeah, like that. So, end on a high note. Well, as I said, that's a good segue into everything we're talking about. That's why we're bringing you. Nurshi. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. An awesome interview conversation this week. Um, so, let's do the business okay. real quick. Business. And then get them so they can open their present. So, follow us on Instagram at No Simple Road. And if you want to go online, uh, com. that's where you can find literally everything. Our episodes, our merch, our sponsors, previous guests, uh, little bios of us. Um, really cool, actually. That website is it's underutilized, maybe just by myself. Maybe you all are out there using it. but They're go, using it. Yeah, go on there and uh, check it out because Aaron's done a really nice job with that and there's some fun stuff on there. And you can sign up for the newsletter there and yeah. check it out. Hey, it happens to be Christmas and if you want to hook the No Simple Road crew up with a Christmas present, you can go to PayPal and um, no simple road at gmail.com is our PayPal address. Or if you want to sign up on Patreon, that's patreon.com forward slash no simple road. You can go on there and sign up and become a Chan donator, which Chan is donate. a person that donates to our cause monthly. And uh, you can give as little or as much as you want. And that is how we keep the show moving into the future, growing, doing the things that we do and making a home for all of us out here. Yeah. In the, Making the wheels and the bus go round and round. Round and round? <laughs> round and round. Okay, good. Um, yeah, and that's basically it. Leave well, us. Hold on, throw out the tepid line. 971. We've had a few oh. call-ins. Whoa. For the, for the I almost forgot, Apple. That would have been shitty. Wow. Uh-huh. We would have had to I was going to say, we, 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 had a, we have a special tepid line call-in. We had a caller from the East Pole. What? Yeah. Here, I'll, I'll go ahead and see if I can pull this off. Hey, hey, hey. I just wanted to give a call up to Portland to tell my twin brother, Jimmy Apple, he's doing a great job in Santa Claus. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, no simple road. I hope everyone's been good this year so you can get something nice under the Christmas tree. Ow, ow, ow. 
Whoa. <laughs> Santa's hitting that's the eggnog. Santa from the East Pole, Ooh, man. That's East Coast. East Pole. East Pole. <laughs> yeah, shout out, brother. You know who you are. Oh, wow, that's right. That Thank you for that Christmas dope. love, Santa. So anyway, Santa. hit up that tepid line. At at 971-808-1524. That number again is 971-808-1524. Yes. Whoa, you got that. Operators are standing by. They oh. actually are standing by 24-7. <laughs> and if you want to hook the No Simple Road up with something that doesn't cost any money. What? Five-star review? You can leave a five-star review. Ooh. That's like a little energetic kiss on our forehead. Oh, I just looked it up real quick. I was Ding, hoping nothing. for one, but somebody oh. send Santa a review. It'll it'll make, Remember well, it'll make guys. the one after that. <laughs> it'll make the one after Christmas. Come on, yeah, please, that's true. please. So Look we didn't up. get a Christmas one. No, it's okay. It's all right, man. You know what? Whoever's hearing this right now, they're like, you know what? Oh wait, what's this? Oh, we did get one. It's from the Grinch. <gasps> what? Yo he said his, one. said his heart grew three times this day because he listened to No Simple Road. Oh, there it is. Grinch. Oh, Grinch. Thank you. We hope the Grinch has a Merry Christmas. We hope you have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas Listen, to man, the No Simple Road family, y'all. If you need us, if you're hurting. If you're smiling, yeah. if you just want to say hello, nosimpleroad at gmail.com or hit us up in the DMs on Instagram. We're here for you, man. We're here we for love whatever. You guys. We appreciate you. Well, we, whatever is, for I'm, whatever I'm not here through. for whatever. Well, I'm not going to. Well, reason. okay. You got to be specific. No, you don't. Sometimes they know what's you do. Up. It, it's okay. Well, I'm being. The family gets We're it. here for most being things. Safe. Yeah. I'm just being safe, okay, guys? <laughs> All right. Safety third. I want right. to wish. <laughs> Each and every member of the No Simple Road family, a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Be safe, take care of each other, and let's get you to the interview. Without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Bill Nershi. That's a lot. You're a lot. We're a lot. Hi. How's everybody doing? Doing good. Yeah? Yeah. How, How you feeling, Mel? I'm feeling good. I'm getting my uh, journal ready for Bill Nershi. The Nersh, as they call him. Um, S-C-I's, Bill <laughs> Nershi. The man, the myth. Let's call him. Um, here we go. Wait, that's Jake. We don't want to call Jake. That would be a whole other a whole different conversation. weird conversation that would happen if we did that. Uh, here we go. Voice call. It's ringing. That's a good sign, right? Yeah, usually. Is. Hello, Bill. Yeah, Aaron. Uh, yep, that's me. How you doing? Doing okay. Good man. Um, I want to welcome you to the show first of all, and I want to introduce the other people that are in the room. Hi, Bill. This oh. is Mel. Mel? Yeah, M-E-L. Yeah. Okay. Good to meet you. Good to meet you. <laughs> and this is the third member of No Simple Road. This is Apple, and thank you very much for giving us a little bit of your time today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my pleasure. What are you up to this fine Saturday evening, Bill? Um, well, you know, my phone's blowing up with uh, <laughs> my band. Uh, and and our management all uh, um, celebrating and uh, send 
fun images and, and movies of, of celebrations. I just got a, a video of uh, celebrations in in Boulder that are going on from uh, Keith and uh, his family Aww. is today and then uh, I've been seeing you know different places you know New York and Atlanta and different places that are uh, celebrating so uh, it's a great day it, it is man it's 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 a, a different feeling today yeah it's <laughs> like somebody somebody turned the pressure release valve on that's that's what I'm feeling too is what a relief you know and to uh, see all these people that are out in the streets and there's no violence, yeah. you know, and it's is such a great turn from, uh, you know, all the, the, you know, I know there's a lot of good reasons for people to be angry, you know, uh, but um, to see it shift from the violence to the celebration is, uh, it's a beautiful thing. Yeah, man. Anytime there's a feeling of s- love and, and celebration and, happiness i'm down man like it's being empathic in 2020 is a nightmare (laughs) yeah that's for sure that's for jesus man uh, nice break so i'm just like here uh i'm uh out watching some chickens run around on the grass here and uh, are are you in colorado Uh, i'm in i'm in Kauai. Oh shit! Okay, well, so yeah, just a little, couple hours earlier. Yeah, I'll, than, I'll be there in ten to... minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's just been kind of a a, a monsoon day out here, and uh, but uh, it, yeah, I I just with my wife and I just uh, got, left uh, Denver and came out here about a week ago and we're going to spend some time out here. Um, we, uh, we're in the process of, uh, of moving, you know, we moved out of the mountains down into, down into Denver and then out here. So we're fluid, you know, as, as a lot of people right now are, you know, moving around doing what they can finding, finding uh their the right place to be yeah right it, now it's really important right now for all of us to have space that feels good and is yeah. like nurturing for ourselves man because it's it's not easy and and i i gotta say before anything else you are responsible for playing my favorite show i've ever been to in my whole life so I want to say ah. thank you for that, man. Okay. Yeah. You've probably been to a lot of shows, huh? I've been to a lot. I've seen a lot of live music, man. But this <laughs> last year in um, in Eugene, the first night oh, yeah. at the Cuthbert when it was pouring rain. Uh, yep. That was hands down. I mean, but I'm, I'm talking about like besides my first Grateful Dead mind-blowing experience I ever had. This that uh-huh. string cheese show is hands down my favorite experience I've ever had at any concert ever. Beautiful. That that's makes me feel good. You know, I mean, that's why that's why we're uh, playing music. You know, is to uh, to have those kind of uh, experiences. Uh, and and uh, man, I I really miss it. I really miss the mm-hmm. connection with 
with uh, people in that on that scale uh, that we that we had. And you know, they say you don't miss it till it's gone, and mm-hmm. uh, I miss it now. Yeah. And I I can't wait to uh, start returning to that point where you can play shows. Yeah, man. Uh, it's like that. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean credit where credit is due for sure and and when all this shit went down we were just getting ready to do hog farm with you guys and yeah uh, man what a blow and we were excited about doing that that show and and just having a a a new place that uh because you know you, you talk about eugene and uh well, Portland is where we did Horning's Hideout for so long, right? And uh, there were, you know, there are a few reasons why uh, we 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 weren't able to continue that, um, and we're looking for another place that has that kind of energy, and uh, we can we can, and you know, and that West Coast thing still you know where we can we can get that kind of uh wild energy going again with the with the freaks out there on the west coast (laughs) (laughs) we miss you man (laughs) no you know we have a we have a buddy that does uh promoting and puts concerts together and he was um putting together a thing at white horse mountain amphitheater and was working on getting you guys there and then hog farm got announced right at the exact same time so if it doesn't fall through we have a secondary thing for you man <laughs> we'll get you out there okay. Okay. Now, bill man you guys have been so like incredibly prolific and just the longevity of the of string cheese is astounding to me and what always interests me about bands like you guys is how you started out and it's, it's so unique with you. What was the earliest like incarnation of string cheese? Well, you know, it was, it's, it's funny, you know, because like I wasn't a big band person for a really long time. I, I played music. I usually had like would have, a buddy for the summer or the winter that I hooked up with or, or a gal that I would find, then we could uh, do a duo trio kind of a thing. And I, I did more of that, but I, um, I moved, I, I bought a school bus back in the day, this is back bussy. in the early nineties. No, no, not bussy. This was my, my bus that, uh, oh, okay. that, I bought and I lived in for a couple of years in the Telluride area in Colorado. And I decided uh, after about uh, 12 season passes skiing Telluride <laughs> that I was going to go try out Crested Butte, Colorado. Okay. And I drove over there and I had a friend, Keith Mosley, uh, that I had met at a couple of bluegrass festivals and he had a he was renting a house and he said, Well, I've got some room out behind my house where you can park your, your school bus and I went out there and uh and uh parked out there and and uh ended up meeting all the guys in the band. I met Mike Kang and uh started doing doing a little opera ski thing with him and Keith joined in on that. 
and uh, eventually Travis got back to town. He was he was out of town, but the place where Keith was renting, uh, Travis owned with a friend. Oh. Uh, so um, the the four of us eventually, uh, you know, we were playing. Everybody was kind of playing, picked up shows with different people uh, that lived out there. You know, so you know you'd gig, but but there was no set group, right? You know. It, and, uh, you know, one time we were going to play this show with our friend Bruce Hayes, <laughs> who is a great guitar player, mandolin player, real uh, John Hartford fan. And uh, he, he had a lot of songs, so we played shows together and, and he couldn't make it. And we were saying, well, what are we going to do now? Because we got a gig. It'd be nice to have a fourth person. And they said, Travis is coming back to town. And he plays the congas. He's a, like this Latin percussionist. Mm-hmm. And so, okay, great, you know. And we went over to uh, to to his place, and and we hung out for a day and jammed and and learned a few tunes. Uh, back then, it was mainly you know covers, and uh, I was the one that had all the original songs. Now it's very different. Now everybody's writing. Everybody's everybody's got great songs that they're coming out with in the band. But anyway, we we just got together the four of us and we played uh, at the Arts Center in Crested Butte and uh, and we got off stage and it was another pickup show with people we didn't know we were going to play again or anything and uh we kind of walked off stage and people were like wow how long have you guys been playing together because that was an incredible show you guys have this chemistry and we kind of looked at each other and went huh okay all right maybe maybe this is something that we uh we we continue you know at least pick up a couple of gig a couple more gigs Mm -hmm. and and we did, and then eventually we went down to Telluride and uh, started playing some music over there because there's a, a great music audience uh, there because of all the festivals, et right. cetera. That- I've been to Fly Me to the Moon Saloon. We I lived there for a little while, so I know that town. It's awesome. Yeah, Fly Me to the Moon Saloon with the spring-loaded dance Yeah. Floor. Yep. <laughs> I, I designed a stained glass window for them. Oh, really? When I was living in Telluride. Yeah, I lived in Telluride for about 15 years. That, that's a special oh, wow. place. There's a nexus of energy there for sure. Yeah, that's when I when I came out from East Coast where I grew up. Uh, I had my my brother was living in Telluride, and and I went out to visit him when I was 15, and then uh, after finishing high school and dropping out of a couple of colleges, I decided to go back and visit him again. And I, I, I did. And I, I just fell in love with, with the mountains out there and uh, lived there for, for a long time. And the bluegrass festival and, and a lot of music festivals out there was a really, uh, really incredible place, you know, in the eighties, nineties. And uh, uh, eventually yeah, then moved to Crested Butte and met the guys in the band, and and uh, that kept us going, and and uh, eventually moved to Boulder, and said, okay, this is a, maybe a better location. We can we can start going going for it from here. That was in '95, 
and then we we started getting a little more serious about touring, oh. which meant which meant uh, our our circuit was was uh, Crested Butte, Telluride, Telluride, and Moab. So you could get like so, free ski passes. <laughs> so we would we would either ski or or bring our mountain bikes or climb, um, and 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 play little gig, bar gigs, you know. Um, I mean, back so then, that, that was kind of like the, what the early days were. <laughs> Bill, you know, we're yeah. talking about the early years of, of string cheese and, you know, in starting anything creative and like, I mean, even in thinking about starting No Simple Road, like when I started doing this, I didn't picture sitting here today talking to you three years later, three and a half years later, whatever. Is Is it like surreal for you to think that it's been as long as it has been do you ever step outside of yourself self on stage and like holy shit (laughs) Uh, yeah all the time you know i i i had no it's it's not like it any of that was a planned thing you know to uh you know i never i never and and the rest of us never were like we're going to start a band and we're going to get so big and all that. It was, it was more like we all, uh, just love playing music and we did it a lot. And really, I guess, I guess if you, if you love something and you work at it long enough, uh, good things can, can spring out mm. of that. And it, it kind of happened of its own volition to, to a big extent. And yeah, I, I, I stand on stage at in at big shows, you know, and and it it is. I'm always thankful, you know, that that I get to the band gets to express themselves to uh, such a la- large audience, and and the uh, the way that that we can unite with with the fans and and get that energy going and it's it's yeah it's a blessing it it is for us too yeah i you know i um bill i hadn't heard of string cheese till i was much older i just wasn't um you know in that scene or anything but what i loved when i saw you that was the first time uh, what aaron mentioned in eugene and the amount of like love that you guys pour into your music and it's excited and jovial and happy and celebratory. Like I didn't know what to expect. So I didn't definitely expect that. And being in the crowd, everybody was so happy. Like (laughs) I, I just, I mean, I hadn't seen that in a a really long time to that. Like, and it's your, your own kind of energy. Cause Aaron said, you know, we'd, we'd been going to festivals with no simple road and doing a lot of concerts and everything. So I'd never seen anything as happy and jovial. And like I said, excited as I have with you guys on stage and in the crowd, that is something special. Like, how do you, do you feel that are you putting that out like some, some people some people think we're a little just a little too happy for our own good i'm not one of them no, not us. <laughs> no. it feels good to be in that presence though uh yeah definitely definitely and and uh you know we play a lot of shows and uh we, we used to play a real lot of shows 
and you know you just find ways of jump starting that or you walk on stage feeling it or you pick it up from the crowd you know try to uh just uh physically feel the music when you're playing it and uh things like that you know uh help help uh get I like to think of it as, as a, like a ship that you're trying to get off the ground and you have to, you know, really focus and uh, do do things a certain way to get that feeling like we're all ra- raising up in some way, you know, mm-hmm. um, because I, for me, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm glad that, that you're feeling the, the happiness of, because it's a celebration every time you go to a show is a celebration of some sort right. and uh you know it, it's uh yeah it's it's uh it's a great thing when when you feel that that energy lifting up and it's a spirit it's also like you know i don't go to church uh my parents were were uh pretty religious and and uh I, I went when i was a kid but i i don't anymore and now this is my new church us too yes. us too it, uh, yeah it, i mean it's just a spiritual experience i think getting together like that and and it's it's i think it's also like written into the dna of human beings to you know we used to do it around a fire and now there's more people, so it's a bigger setting, but the ritual of it remains if you go into it with that intention. I, I, I think, you know, it, it. that's what we're doing is uniting in that, like... Like congregate and celebrate. Yeah, collective <laughs> consciousness is, is lifting up and, and the vibration is, is growing and building and that, that joy is palpable. It is, you know, like, I mean, I've done a lot of picking around the campfire and singing songs around the campfire and taking the river, river guitar out on a, on a river trip and, you know, playing music and passing around the tequila and, and all that. And, and it's the same thing, like you say, on a, on a bigger scale, Mm -hmm. it's, it's just grown to that point, but, but it's, it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think at least for me and a couple of other folks that I've spoken to kind of have the same perspective. So my first like psychedelic concert experience was a Grateful Dead show back in 89. And Mm -hmm. there was a certain feeling at those shows. I, I, I left that show, bought a school bus and, and went on tour. And, uh, and, um, there was a certain feeling there and I haven't quite experienced anything like that until seeing you guys, it, it carried that same, um, I I hate to say grateful dead, like vibe because that's not it, but that feeling it's like, it's like that for sure. I mean, like, you know, when we, uh, started playing you know we we knew we weren't the kind of band uh that was going to go get on the map with a hit song and Mm -hmm. and tour 
sort of the song or whatever, you know, um, we were following the Grateful Dead model. We were following the fish model of just getting out and reaching as many people as we possibly could and building up a community. And, you know, so the, those bands were, were definitely some, you know, bands that we could, we could look at and, mm-hmm. and, and say, how did they do it? You right. know? How, and uh, so, so the model, the music is different, but the model is the same. I get it. I, I get it. Yeah. The, the music really is different. And that, that, to what me, a great model. Yeah, it really I, is an amazing <laughs> model for bands that can have the longevity to stick with it and take their community of two or three of just your friend, closest friends to have thousands of people um, enjoying what you do. What a fantastic a great family! M- yes. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> what? So for you guys in the band, I mean anything you do that you love at some point it, it it becomes work i mean it just is you're away from home you're you know on the road doing your thing you're in a different bed all the time and and doing that and but there is that community and that family that is around you and it, it, is it something that uh is a conscious thing with you guys in the band and, and yourself mainly like uh, that you pay attention to what's going on with the community. Yeah. To be in, involved. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and keep people try, you know, the involvement that, and the interaction mm. in, in different ways is, is key for uh to to keep the band and sometimes the the crowd keeps us leveled out because you know we could be having a bad day on stage you know having a bad night where it's like uh i'm uh i'm not playing that well or uh you know i i just missed the whole part of the song or whatever is going on things can throw you off or you know you can have interpersonal stuff that's off for a night or two or, you know, and, uh, I, I feel like the, the crowd keeps us leveled out, you know, because, uh, the crowd always comes with enthusiasm. So that helps when, when you're feeling like, like, uh, uh, we're just keep, you know, playing so many shows. Here we go. Another show. Yeah. You know, so that, that helps us, uh, you know, remember that, that part of it is for us and part of it is not for us. Part mm. of it is for, for, uh, fans. And, um, yeah. It, so what was the question there? No, there, I don't know. They're just, <laughs> what, the, are you guys, <laughs> what, are you guys conscious of the community that's, that's surrounding you guys? Cause it's, it, that's a family, no, man. The, the, the best band, the band that's the best at that is of course fish. I think, well, well, the Grateful Dead was, you know, but the Grateful Dead didn't try to be necessarily, it just was like happened naturally that the right. community built around them and they, they loved playing music and the, and the crowd loved, uh, uh, going and, and hearing them and being part of the community that was built around them. Uh, but as far as like interacting with the fans, 
online, offline, everything, and do having like fun little like games that they do online. Uh, you know, Fisher's kind of the king. Yeah, of, they're good at uh, it, man. They're they're really good at it. They're very um, creative. But you know, in, in talking about the, what what the engagement with fans and like the involvement in that, you you and Jillian did some really cool stuff at the beginning of this thing, the Sunday smiles. Oh yeah. Sunday smile. That was all out here. Um, and sitting in the room where we <laughs> recorded a bunch of those shows. It, what a cool thing, man. Like I remember when all this started, it, it was, it's no less terrifying now. Don't get me wrong, but it was really scary. Like we hadn't had time to get used to the hot water that we were in yet. And, mm. I do understand about having a community a little bit because the show has it some, you know, we have the no simple road family and Uh. I felt a responsibility at the beginning of this. Like we need to do something for, for the community, like to keep everybody engaged and connected so that we're not all freaking out in our rooms, staring at the wall. So like Melanie and I would read a bedtime story every night (laughs) (laughs) And, and See, that's, so that's how you started? Well, no, that, I mean, during the pandemic, we, we started doing that. No, the, this show started yeah. from my son giving me a microphone and saying, you know, you guys talk about the Grateful Dead all the time. You should start a podcast. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay. But we were reading the bedtime stories and then mm-hmm. seeing you guys do those Sunday smile that is, it's kind of the same thing in a lot of ways. It's, it's reminding people that, Hey, we're, we're all together and giving people a little sense of uh, relief, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, this, this shows, well, you know, we, when you're, when you depend on being creative to be fulfilled, Mm. like a lot of us do, you know, Mm-hmm. Uh, we need that creativity. We need that expression. And then things are kind of pulled away from you and you have to figure out a way to continue that, uh, creativity and, and continue the connection with people. Um, you know, that, that, that makes you kind of rethink, uh, what you're doing and what, uh, what you can do what avenue you can go to 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 reach people and keep the connection going and uh yeah it was it was to entertain other people and it was to keep it for us it was for us to keep busy and keep playing music and not like uh just become a bucket of stress yeah no (laughs) shit yeah so uh, and we have a great musical community out here. Uh, one of the couples that we did a Sunday smile with is coming over tonight. Jill's cooking some uh, chicken soup right now, and we're going to hang out and eat some food and play some music tonight. So um, there's a great musical community out here. That's one of the things that we love about this place. And, um, and I, I kind of wanted to show it off a little bit too. Yeah, you know, it's it's so. it's special. So Hawaii has a, it's very particular kind of slow vibe 
and the people mm-hmm. the people there once you're accepted that's your family it, i it's yeah. it's so cool man it reminds me yeah. of, of the the cheese community and and the fish and grateful dead community in a lot of ways man like you know once you're in you're you're in and <laughs> ohana it's cool it's ohana that's right yeah. that's right and the ohana is really um important and it's i'm i'm learning a lot of from the people out here we both are it's a a very generous mm-hmm. group of people you know and part of the part of the culture out here is you know when you when people come over to visit, they bring gifts and, uh, you know, we have a friend and we, every time we see him, you know, we walk away with a little jar of something to keep us, uh, that keeps us entertained. If you know what I'm talking about, <laughs> I hear you. And, you know, and every time we go over there, we try a different weird looking fruit that we've never seen in our lives. Cause he's got a fruit farm. Hell yeah. And, but it's, it's like a, like a part of it is having some skills, like music, cooking, fishing, whatever it may be. Right. And sharing the skills and sharing the food and, uh, and that. And so we're, we're learning, you know, I mean, I went and I, I picked some, uh, Tangelos before we went up and saw our, our friend, uh, up on his farm. And, uh, Oh, Oh, it was our, our other friend, uh, that, that uh, is a great mandolin player, and we went over to to play some uh, fiddle tunes, and I brought tangelos with me, and, and they were so happy, and I was like, oh, I get it now, you know, bring something and share something, and uh, and that's just the way people operate, you know, and mm-hmm. it's a, a really uplifting it, it, feeling. Yeah, it, it, it really does change the vibe, like that exchange of energy between two people and the openness and availability to share. I worked with, um, we moved from Las Vegas to Portland, Oregon four years ago. And when I lived in, in Vegas, I worked with all Hawaiian folks and it was always like that. Like just generous to the nth degree, wonderful Mm -hmm. people. And, and, that reminds me a lot of like of the lot <laughs> of you know what I'm saying like everybody sharing right. hey people people bring something that yeah that that they have particular skills mm-hmm. or you know cook something or you know make t-shirts or whatever it's a little you know uh, you know, uh, uh, like a little cottage industry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it, it's sorely missed right now. So as far as like the way that the world is right now, and I'm, I'm not, I know that you don't know. I'm just, I'm, we're just talking. <laughs> I'm just curious. What, how do you see things shaking out, Bill? Like, are we going to see shows this summer in your opinion? Well, see, that's why uh, right now a lot of people are like, like uh, Jill and I have played, played a a couple of weeks of shows in Colorado before this last wave of COVID Mm -hmm. hit and kind of is starting to shut stuff down. Um, And it was very, it was, 
a lot more easy to play a duo show than it is for the band to get together and play. So, you know, I think that right now that's where it's at now. So what we would do is what we were doing was playing outdoor things like, uh, uh, breweries and, and that kind of thing where you can be outside, people can be spaced, uh, and, and you come with your own group and you have a table, you know, that, that kind of stuff. And uh, that seems to work pretty well. Um, uh, I'm hoping I'm feeling like next summer there might be some opportunities to do more alternative shows like people have been doing at drive-ins and things like that. Mm -hmm. And maybe we can get into, uh, I don't, it's obviously not going to be, a summer where, where we're going to be playing to 8,000, 20,000 people all packed in some amphitheater. You know, I don't see that happening for maybe the f- summer after next, or I don't know. I'm hoping for the best, but nobody knows. Right now. Yeah. We're just, we're just talking, but, but you know, I think if we play next summer, which I'm hoping that we, we can get together in the spring and, and knock the dust off and, and hang out for a couple of weeks and play, maybe have a couple of new tunes, things like that, uh, that we can figure out some alternative venue shows that we can do outdoors. We got, a, we outdoor- got a great basement, man. You, can- <laughs> <laughs> you need a yard. You Damn it. Bill, how, um, how is how is it different playing with Jill as you know not the technicality stuff, but like when you're with, with playing with her versus when you're with any of your other you know side bands or or string cheese? I, I'm sorry. Can you? Uh, uh, you're a little quiet. Oh, now. sorry. Can I, you I, hear? Wait. Yeah, I can. I can hear you better now. I said, how is it different playing with Jill? versus you know with cheese or with any other um you know players that you have or any other side projects well string cheese is is well there's uh, uh, you know there's there's the what is a city without its music the legacy of the new york philharmonic is incredible nearly two centuries of history that's a lot of music and a lot of stories i was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking i can't quite believe this is happening join me jamie bernstein as we explore the history of the new york philharmonic it's the ny phil story made in new york a podcast about a city its people and their orchestra Listen wherever you get podcasts. The difference in in playing with a six person band sure. and playing duo, there's that. So, uh, you know, it's it's playing in string cheese. It takes a bit of work to to iron things out. You know, there's there's six people playing. You know, and and there's less room, and you have to be lined up in a certain way musically, and uh, and there's a lot of personalities and it's, it's, it's a, a real endeavor, you know, and, uh, and then playing with Jill is like, well, we sit around and we play all the time mm. anyway, when we're not playing shows, 
and we have lots and lots of songs that we know. And when we go play as a duo at, at an outside venue, it's, 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 it's really easy. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I get you. Really easy, you know, natural. um, (laughs) And, and, and my, my history is, is playing in duos and trios. So I'm really comfortable with that shooting the shit with the crowd and, and Jill and I having banter (laughs) and we work, work out our harmonies and, songs that we we like and uh it's fun and easy um when i when i play with string cheese it's it's a lot more involved it takes a lot more practice uh and uh but you have that many more people and that energy and the potential for the energy to get super super high is is greater you know so so um it's it's different you know string cheese can be like epic you know if we're on and and everybody's enjoying it but when jill and i play it's just easy and i think the crowd feels that and it's like ah it's refreshing it's it's they sound great and it's you know it's Mm -hmm. just not that not too intense of of an experience. (laughs) It reminds me of like trying to get a starship or or the space shuttle off the ground or getting in your car and going for a road trip. (laughs) Right. Right. You need some, you need some big dilithium crystals to, to get the strangies ship going, you know, but we could just, you know, we, Jill and I can just hop on the stage and we, we have all this material. So I, I love, yeah. I love both things, you know, really. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm thankful that right now when, when it's been really difficult to start up the whole string cheese machine and the, you know, all the people that are on the road with you and, and all the songs that mm. we, we need to have real tight and everything that it hasn't been, the kind of situation now for us to be able to do that. I'm thankful that, uh, that Jill and I can kind of stay in our own bubble when we're in places where we're, you know, a little worried about COVID, et cetera, you know, Mm -hmm. it's like, this is a bubble anyway, you know, we're in this bubble and, and, uh, it's, uh, it just makes a lot of sense. And, um, has, I'm thankful that that we've we've been able to to do it during this period of time. This has got to be like the longest you've been home for a very long time, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since since we started, you know, in in '93, this is the longest we've ever gone with between playing shows. Um. Well, yeah, so it's 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 you know it's challenging, and uh, you know it's easy to get a little freaked out about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, but I, I just try to to keep busy and and uh, not be too impatient because I I don't want to start until it feels like it's the right time to, to start back up again. That's, that's the thing I've been very respectful. Yeah. That's the thing I've been struggling with, man, is the being patient part of this. It's like (laughs) we were talking about church earlier, you know, and, and how shows are our thing. Like that's my church. 
And having that taken away, I mean, I knew that it was important for me, but I didn't realize to this degree. Yeah. Or malnourished. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Gollum in the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) I know, I know. Well, so so we look for alternative paths right Right. now to to find music you know we try to make the online stuff is enjoy that as much as we can you know yeah it's learning a new way that that's it's 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 fun that's one thing i love with the the sunday smile stuff and everything the one that i love the most you guys late with uh ross james and scott law the cat the cat one you guys did oh oh that was that was an smile that was that was just a video we did around the same time we were doing those oh, shows oh okay. um, that, a song that we wrote with jill and i wrote with scott um uh and uh cats yeah <laughs> and then that's funny that song is funny you know because it was written about cats but somehow all this other kind of stuff started kind of pouring into the song that has different <laughs> meanings and then the pandemic and then everything we sang it was like whoa that's trippy (laughs) yeah well i mean that's the kind of stuff that comes out of this situation we've never been in this situation as human beings on this planet ever and Mm -hmm. as creatives you guys are channeling that muse into reality now and it's coming out in a very unique way and and you mentioned about the online thing it's an adjustment man to to experience music online for me at least is it is it tough for you to play it that way do you want to know if you are in oregon and more specifically in the Portland area, Hillsboro or Forest Grove, mm-hmm. there is the dopest premium the, cannabis. The dopest dope. The you dopest ever dopest smoke you ever smoked. <laughs> and they are called Define Premium Cannabis. Like Mel said, one in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove, our very own Apple Works over there. They have everything. I do, I do. Everything that you could ever possibly imagine. We never go to any other dispensary. No, we, we don't. There's no Literally, need to. For real. We always have the newest merchandise. We always have the best edibles, the best smoke, the best topicals Look, ever. The high yeah, we desert, are lotioned up. Yeah, high <laughs> desert THC. I mean, you Look, guys. Look, we're high around yeah. here. That's all I got to say. <laughs> if, Very relaxed. You, you don't need to smoke cannabis in order to enjoy these products is what I'm saying. That there's so many options for you to relax and to get your mind right and your body right and all you need to do is go to one of those locations in Hillsboro or in Forest Grove and if you go to the location in Hillsboro Monday through Friday yep. at business hours and you ask for Apple I want to do something he'll crazy. come out of the back dressed like an airline pilot what? and he will board like a that. plane and physically find the cannabis product inside that airplane that suits you perfectly listen here's the real deal I've known Apple since I was 12 years old. This guy's been smoking weed the whole time. If there's anybody out there on the planet that knows about weed, it's this guy, and he buys for Define Premium Cannabis. So the the name is cute and everything, Define Premium Cannabis, but guess what? It is the best dope in the Portland area. So go check them out, man. And then when you get home, after you've 
rolled your joint or done your dab or whatever. Wow. Oh, yeah, hold on. Make sure to make sure, make sure no, when you yeah. come in to mention that you're a listener of No Simple Road, you'll get a 10% discount and a free t-shirt after you do that. Then then you come home, you do your dab, you smoke a joint, and then you light up your electric fish light. Go to at electric fish lights on Instagram or electricfishlights.com online and go check out what IQ technology is. This is a system of 30 interlocking pieces that are configured into 15 different shapes. And basically what you do is you contact them and you tell them what you want built, how you want your light to look. I want a SpongeBob light. I want a Fred the Monkey light. What do you want, Mel? A cricket. What do you want, Apple? A snowman. Okay, there you go. So a cricket, a snowman, and a Fred the Monkey light, and then they're oh going to hook yes. you up. And check this out, too. If you want to see how hard, literally, these people bust their ass to get these delivered to you, go over to Electric Fish Light's <laughs> account yes. on YouTube and watch their delivery man bust his ass <laughs> literally. get these delivered. And check it out, man. You can feel good about this because all the lights are made from upcycled vinyl. It's like That's milk right. junk plastic. They come with a 12-foot cord, a 12-year energy-efficient, safe-to-leave-on LED bulb, and you don't have to wonder if you're going to have to like get a kit. They give you a kit to hang the light. So these are awesome, man. And any NSR family that orders one that gets the color-changing upgrade is going to get a uh, bona fide no simple road print that was designed by me and the owners of electric fish lights dope guys they are limited edition and they are dope and that color changing upgrade makes that poster come alive and let's take it one step further upgrade to the upgrade upgrade Uh, to the upgrade get a bluetooth and then put in the promo code nsr and you're going to get 10 percent off your purchase so go check out electricfishlights.com online or electricfishlights.com at Electric Fish Lights on Instagram and light up your life, man. And I think set break is about to end. Yeah. I think it is. I think the lights are going down. I can hear a special Mel, did you fill our water bottle? Yes, I sure did. All right, I'm ready to groove. Let's do this. Ready. Ah, Dan, I gotta go to the bathroom. Woo! Always apples. It's not not as interactive, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's the part, no matter how good the music is and and people do some pretty interesting stuff, you know, and people stay creative with it and figure out ways to make it good and interesting. But it, it, it's, it, you know, that's what I want to do now is figure out, yeah, I'm looking into maybe, you know, like people are doing like little private concerts with people um where some people, you know, a group can get on like a Zoom or something. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like maybe Jill and I could do that and play a song and ask questions or answer questions or something like that, some way to make it interactive. But you still can't reach out and touch that person. No hugs. Know? So it's, it's, it's really not, it's, it's not quite as human, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That, I think you hit the nail yeah. on the head there. That's it. It's not quite as human. And that's what the adjustment is, at least for me, is the the humanity that it's taken out of coming together like that um, mm-hmm. need, you know, that inside of all of us just to like see someone smile or a hug or eye contact or you know, high mm-hmm. five in the middle of an awesome set, you know, it's, it's the, the humanity, the contact, that's what's been hard. Cause you know, 
if you have a good sound system and you put some music on, you can dance your little hiney off and you can have a great time. <laughs> you know, you, you bring out your guitar, your mandolin, whatever, even at home, just enjoying it. But without the people, it does take a different element into, you know, that experience that of why we love concerts so much. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, it's weird, you know, you want to hang out with people and then you think, you know, I've got to be careful. Uh, Oh, and, and uh, psychologically it's, it's a, it's, it's tough psychologically, you know, right. Thank God for those little jars of our, that our friends give us to take home. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. man you know it's i don't know what we would do but yeah yeah i I know and that's why you know it's it's like a you know you can find a little bubble you know i'm sure you guys have a a little bubble you're 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 together there where where you you feel like these are the people that I'm invested in. These are the people that I feel like are are healthy and I can spend time with. But outside of this bubble, I have to be really careful yeah. um, and and really avoid contact with people. Yeah. And uh, so that's what that's where the patience comes in and uh, just staying in touch. I guess you know. I sh- I could do a better job of that. Just staying in touch with people on the phone and and uh, family and friends and uh, trying to trying to stay connected while we wait this wait this out. Wait it out, yeah. Well, I mean, one of the things that you guys have really I got to commend you on is doing the Friday night cheese and mm. making sure that that your road crew and all those guys are taken care of and, and just that's like, I don't know, man, you hear about the hell of the music business. I'm doing air quotes with my fingers. That, that is not typical. That's, that's really wonderful, man. Yeah. Well, we love our crew and we, we, uh, we want to make sure they're, they're okay. And that the, that they're, going to get through this period of time you know because a lot of those guys have been with us uh for 15 20 years and uh, you know we still uh when when jill and i did our tour uh which was two weeks you know back in different places in colorado and uh the our our sound man from uh string cheese our sound man pros he came out with us and he did sound he actually recorded uh an album with us out in uh big basin california uh at my friend's vineyard and uh we we recorded in his beautiful house that sounded amazing and Troz took those uh that that recording and and mixed and mastered it and we did uh we made an album called Partnership, which mm-hmm. actually has Nershi in it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were just we were listening just before we called you actually to that. And love Jill's, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. That was Jill's clever idea there. Partnership. Like, oh, Tell her cool. we love it. <laughs> well done. Right. And I love the rendition uh, of Comfortably yeah. Numb. 
Oh, yes. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. And so, so, uh, we had, we, we've been, you know, getting, getting, keeping Droz working as much as, as we can. And he does projects for different people in the band, but yeah, the crew, uh, everybody is just trying to get by right now. And, and, you know, at first we, we helped and then we're, you know, still doing what we can, but you know, it gets to a certain point where it's like every man for himself. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, this, nobody thought, I, I mean, okay. I didn't think we'd still be here now. At, when this no. started, I was like, Oh, by summer, everything will be fine, man. Whatever. You guys are all tripping. Uh, yeah, and it's like I didn't even think it really existed. Yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. I was. I wondered, wondered then, and I, I wonder now what I know it exists, but I wonder to what extent um, it's being built up. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, <laughs> we're with you. Oh, you know, like I. I I know, and and I don't want to offend anybody because people that I know have family members and friends that have have died or gotten really sick, mm-hmm. and so I don't want to offend anybody, you know. But I, 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 what goes through my head is that is this something that they're running up the numbers so that they can. Uh, they, the the government and the people, or actually the people that control the government, so that they can um, get, gain a foothold of control over the population, uh, you know, and much like much like uh, 9-11, and after 9-11 they passed the Patriot Act, which was actually taking away rights of people's, uh, you know, from, from their privacy and, uh, you know, was, I don't know what kind of Patriots that's supposed to cover. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, you know, I, I, I just wonder about that. I, it, I think that, about it. It's good to know the uh, right answer. And, um, but, you know, I just, I'm just trying to stay healthy, you know. Like you just became just my favorite interview I, ever. Well, that, that's that's how we felt like Aaron was saying. We've talked about this a lot with several other, you know, musicians, friends, everything is we're not discounting anything. We all know people have been affected, but it has gone on to a point where it feels like well, how much is being manipulated yeah, and manufactured. And it's been yeah. a tough year with yeah. politics, election, all kinds of things. So, yeah, we definitely don't discount yeah. anything. We just... You got to question it and continue to. Well, it, I, but well, that's we have, right, have, too. To, you, you should always question your teachers, your parents, your authority. Like, that doesn't mean you shouldn't fall in line. Um, that just means questioning right. it, and right? you should be able to get, you should expect to get answers. Yes. Real answers, you know, and uh, so. I'm with you, Bill. A yeah. hundred and thousand. Per, I'm so glad you said that. You just made my night. Like, for real. I, that. That felt good to that, hear from somebody else. I think, you know, I think that I was just thinking, you know, like, like this is going, going to go on for another year. Um, there's people are going to come out of this in serious debt, oh, yes. you know, because there are people yes. taking loans or people that stop paying their mortgage because, you know, but, but it's going to, you know, when, when they have to pay their mortgage, they're going to have to pay 
all this back mortgage. You know, there's there's a lot of things going on now that uh, that can be taken advantage of. Right. You know. Yeah. By people, and I just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it, it's it's going to be even even when it goes away, the the side effects of the pandemic will be really affecting echo yes yep it's going to echo into history for sure i I, yeah man i i questioned the media and all that my whole life and i just now doesn't feel different i'm not you know but not to to beat a dead horse i we're with you man and yeah right on (laughs) fucking thank you for saying that for real like and thanks for putting some sunshine smiles into the ethers during this time too. Like that is fantastic because when people are missing their favorite artist, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, reclusive into their homes to see a smiling face and to hear a familiar song. It's, Uh it's the bread of life right now. Yep. See, look what you're going to do. You're going to make us want to do the show again. You, you should. should. At least a few more episodes. I'll make yes. you a deal. If you guys do it, I'll start reading but, bedtime stories you know, again. It, it gets, <laughs> we, we do it and then we stop, but it gets kept going by <laughs> by input like that. <laughs> well, because honestly, oh. Bill, seriously, <laughs> it's what we have. It's what we can hold on to right now. It's what's familiar. It's hearing the, the voices and, and just the beauty that it's the human spirit. We're not going to be put down. And even though we have to be away from each other and we don't want to be, here's something beautiful to chew on. Yeah. You know? And so that's why I I say absolutely one more, two more, 10 more, whatever you can provide. Cause make a smile. Yeah. (laughs) Cause it is smiling is is the manna that we need right now. You got it. See? (laughs) Oh, yay. (laughs) Bill, I I want to I want to ask you something because it kind of I mean it kind of goes along with what we're talking about with with like the whole um, electronic world and technology and you know that electronic music was never my bag. That was like Mel's thing. She loves that stuff, and I, it it just didn't didn't scratch the itch for me. It and I think what did it for me. A hundred percent was seeing Tipper live, um, uh-huh. and that experience is seeing Tipper. And I know that, like in cheese, string cheese lore, you know that electronic music wasn't your thing. It's personal, not my thing. Yeah, no, not my. Now Travis is a big fan of Tipper, right? And Travis, Travis, and Jason, of course, did Eodo right for a really long time. So, and Mike, you know. I remember Mike years ago jamming with this guy, DJ Lauren. I'm like, who's this dude? Right. You know, which of course is bass nectar. Oh, shit. Um, and, and, you know, he knew him and, and he's like, yeah, this guy just like plays beats and has all these wild sounds. And I just plug in my electric mandolin and, and play. So, uh, that influence came from mainly from those guys. And, uh, you know, in the interest of uh, letting everybody express themselves in their own way in the band, mm. we nobody was w- willing to shoot down the idea of, of doing that. Mm. And I, I, you know, I'm a bluegrass player, but I don't think it's right to tell people that I'm never going to play that right. kind of music. 
you know, so it's like, well, what can we do? Well, we found, you know, we found a way to take like fiddle tunes, <laughs> you know, I'd play a fiddle tune and Jason would go, oh, we should do that. Like, uh, uh, like, uh, Raga or what do you call it? Like the India, yeah, Raga. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, and, and he had this whole idea, you know, and it's like, but this is like a Scottish tune, Star of Munster. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then he'd come up with him and Travis. We'd come up with beats, and you know, so we 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 found a way to meld the two worlds that way. Of course, we do a lot uh, different kinds of stuff too, electronic style. But that I feel like is the kind of the culmination of being able to be inclusive of everybody. Um, and everybody's ideas and get something that's interesting to everybody. I can play a fiddle tune with Mike and while well, this crazy electronics shit is going on. And, <laughs> it, so, it, it works, man. It really does. Like I, I, we talked to a bluegrass outfit called, I can't remember if it was town mountain. Or, town mountain. Yeah. Those yeah. I think it was them. And they, yeah, those guys, no. they rip. And the beats, like the time signatures of bluegrass. What do you mean beats? Uh, the, the the time signature, the way the, the music oh, well. flows of bluegrass is a lot yep. like electronic music in a lot of ways, man. There's a lot of crossover and similarity there. Well, it, yeah, it fits, it fits right in on top, superimposed. Yeah. For sure. It, and you it know. makes a really cool picture. I thought you were trying to tell me that Town Mountain was was using beats in their music. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No. That hey, that'd be cool. I'd be willing to hear it. I was like, no. For you, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, yeah. man. It, it's there's such a big musical world out there, and I I love that fact that like in the spirit of inclusion. That, that you figured out a way to put it all together, man. That's that's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, thanks. And that's what yeah, we're doing I, now. Yeah, we are figuring but, out a way to put it all together. <laughs> <laughs> to keep the, mu- the music world going right now and, and uh, you know, uh, people want to hear what's going on with, you know, I, I, I appreciate your show, you know, because people want to hear what's going on with I don't you know, they're, I'm not able to go see you play music now. So what's going on? What are you thinking about? And and you're able to bring that to music fans. And that's that's a, a great way to uh, keep the connection going. Thanks. Man. Oh, thanks Thank for you. saying I that. Because that's that. exactly what we're hoping for is to keep it relevant, <sighs> keep it moving and keep it going. You well, know, at the beginning yeah. of this, Bill, it was. It was hard, man. Like, I had nights where I'm like, I don't know how. At the beginning of the yeah, pandemic. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I don't know how we're going to continue doing No Simple Road. We're a live music podcast. We go to festivals and shows. Like, there's we're done. And then mm-hmm. I started hearing whispers of what, you're, what you just said to us. Like, hey, man, you guys are helping us stay connected to the artists. And mm-hmm. that's an, that's like for that 18 year old kid puddled at the forum in LA at the grateful dead, what an honor to be there and how I'm so grateful that we have any 
platform to be able to connect you to the people that love you, man. You, you know, yeah. like, what a wonderful thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's great, you know, and it's important right now. So you have, you all have an important role, role in, in music, uh, to, to help bridge the gap. Wow. What that's amazing to hear. Well, and it's great that this year has turned into two, like this conversation with you right now, we've gotten ourselves and artists where we're all at home. We've all kind of done some soul searching. We've gone inward, you know, self-wise and home-wise, and got to hear a lot more instead of, like, being on the road and tired and not quite knowing where you're at, like, very centered <laughs> and down to earth. We, we were talking to Dave Schools, oh, and he yeah. was so mm-hmm. excited. One of the main parts that stands out, he was so excited to be at home to see the peach tree blossom because he was always on tour. <laughs> when it happened and it was just to, to hear yeah, that it was a special like, moment say he's like i'm so excited to see the peach tree i got peaches when i came home but i never got to see it happen so we're all you know we are we're making the best of it we're becoming better and it's going to be amazing when we get through this what happens and to see you guys like take the stage for the first time as cheese again and it's going to be uh, something yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait. We can't wait either, man. Bill, I, I want to say thank you again yeah. for for all the years and and for everything, man. You've you've really ins- to our lives. Yeah, you've been the soundtrack to our lives, brother. And uh, and and the positivity too. Yeah. I I want to just underscore that again because we oh. need that. Uh, I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. You know, and and the band too. You know, and and uh, um. Yeah, you know all the all the work that the band. It's great, you know, to to hear the encouragement. You know, the band is. We've all worked really hard for a long time. This is our kind of our. This is our path, you know, and uh, it's great to hear that that uh, that we're received so well. Yeah, man. Thanks. And when Hog Farm happens. We'll be there. Yeah. You know, high <laughs> yeah. five or air bump or, or elbow bump whatever's or whatever appropriate. the fuck is appropriate at the time. <laughs> we can get away with. I'll bring you a, I'll bring you a jar of Oregon preserves. <laughs> Bill, right. Thanks again, man. We appreciate you, man. Okay. My pleasure. Enjoy thanks chicken soup. Enjoy your chicken soup. Yes. Tell Jillian we said hello. <laughs> All right. Aloha. 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 Bye bye.
Mountains rising to the sky on every side of me. Waterfalls, canyon walls, when you're down on Main Street. My favorite interview ever, period. Chilling in Kauai, getting ready to go have some chicken soup. I, that guy, I, I love that guy. He's, he's got the, I, did, I forgot to bring that up, but we go different places. He's got the, he's, he has, the one thing I love about him every time I see him, it reminds me he's got the spirit of Santa. Like you? He's got that look, yes, that white does. beard, that always smiling. You never see him like me. <laughs> that's why i kept talking about that positivity like that it's positivity. a real thing like jolly and and that's what you think like you were talking about santa like like cheery and yeah, just just puts a smile on upbeat. your face exactly and let's just can we just like can i geek out for a second is that okay i think you did I, oh. I, this i can't even <laughs> get it out man i feel like such a little kid right now this Bill Nershi from the String Cheese Incident just told us that our job is important. Yes. Oh. Yes. No. That, that yes. was. I fucking dude to hear that. He said that <laughs> on his own without being prompted. <laughs> that made me tear up. I was like, oh, well, I, okay. I love how much they've become a part of us since Cuthbert and Dancing yeah. in the Rain. We've talked to Jason, well, when, Kyle, now Bill. Having Jason was a special thing for me too. Like yes. it was so profound for me. I fell in love with Jason. I really did. Like he was just his his demeanor and sweetness and his freaking drumming. Like what 
I mean, that, that just, was mind blowing. Uh, uh, yeah. To get to talk to him before that show and then go see them play. And it was a special time for me because that I felt like I wanted to geek out about that, you know, but like it's like when you're a new fan to something and then you meet the person that you're a new fan of, you, you kind of don't <laughs> like really appreciate it all the too much yet. But then later on you're like, Holy shit. I talked to Jason. <laughs> what? You know, like I didn't know what's going on after like a hundred and whatever, 70 something, wherever we're at 80 ish episodes. It would one would gather that these type of interactions wouldn't make us geek out like that. But I'm going to tell you guys out there, I'm a music fan. I'm still that kid that heard feel like a stranger and got my mind blown. I'm still that guy that would like want to ride the rail. It's good. Yeah, man. And, Oh yeah, no if big we, deal. Yeah, we just got off the I phone. I was just Bill. gonna say, if you ever, if you or Mel or me ever get like ho hum about it, like oh, yeah, it's time I'm to like, stop. Yep, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna no, slap you. Or I've been slap thinking me. about our catalog of shows and the when we were going through them, I definitely wasn't as aware. Do of, you know who we've talked to? No, well, no, I definitely wasn't aware of all the big names and the the um, impact that they had on the music and jam industry had no idea. But as I think back, like if an artist were looking back at their paintings from like, say year one to year seven, whatever, like, Holy cow, our catalog and, and the uniqueness of what we've done and the fun stuff and the heavy topics and the lighthearted stuff. And, you know, hearing Bill say that, like it really puts into perspective for me of what we really are creating here and that is a time capsule and a catalog of some of the best musicians in the world at this time yes we're not wow. we're not in like Whoa. we're not oh, in like is. pop culture like you know like the britney spears is the justin timberlake's and that is way old references yeah, i can't whatever, like maybe the drakes lady. maybe the drakes or whatever of the megan, i don't know megan, the megan Tra- yeah but um <laughs> Yeah, like what we're doing is amazing to me. And and it's not until now that I like again, it's the hindsight of 2020. <laughs> Looking back at it it's been a huge feat and I'm really proud of all of us. I just wanted to say I that. Do. Uh, That's yeah. good I'm really too. proud of I, you, babe, and you, <sighs> Apple, and us as a trio. And Ryder, too. Ryder's been on the ride with us for a long Darwin time. Darwin, too. Darwin. And, and all the listeners, guys. You guys have been with us for years, if you know, if it applies to you. Maybe just this episode. But you've been with us, and just want to say thank well, you. That's what's amazing, too. Like you said, the catalog we built and the timeline and stuff. Even people that just started listening in the last couple of weeks. They got your, it's like when you, like you said, when you discover a band that's played for them and then you get to discover their catalog. Yes. And you get to start back back at their three and a half year, you know. All right. I'm going to do you one better. What? Check this out. Why you got to try to one up? No, I just, I'm I'm competition now. I'm extrapolating out what you serve. Check this out. If we're creating a time capsule for everything that led up to right now, we are also going to create a time capsule for coming out of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Check that shit out. 
Yeah, we talk to everybody during their limbo stage, which what? is right now, and then going forward, how we got out of this and how how music continued post pandemic. Yeah, and right now it's starting to emerge a little. It's yeah, like groundhog's poking his head out just a little bit. It's <laughs> like when you got to poop really bad. So this <laughs> underscores to me everybody who has not told a friend about No Simple Road or a family member or a fellow music lover. Please take the time to do that. Take the time to forward them this conversation and maybe the first, you know, No Simple Road show. Something that you think that they would dig on because I really think that maybe the show, each show is not for everybody, but a show is for some. There's a show for somebody. And if you believe in that mission that Melanie's talking about and that I'm talking about and Apple's talking about and you want to help support it and make sure that we can keep going you can go to patreon yeah and become a chan donator on patreon which means that you give a dollar or two or five or 50 or whatever 20, a month 50 and you are like investing in the time capsule to make sure that this thing can continue stays viable and can chronicle what's about to go down well, you know, and to it, I think I want to say this about Patreon. At the very beginning, I was super reluctant, you know, to like receive money or, or take money from people. But the way of the world and how it's changed in three years and how people do business and what people invest their money in, this is more than a worthwhile cause to show the people that you care that you're enjoying this huge monumental thing that we're creating you know like thank you for all of our sponsors our chan donators our one time the no know, simple road the family. no simple road family the community that spelled uh, you know swelled up around it the instagram family everybody that's just contributed like thank you for monetarily blessing us and showing us that you believe in us and putting your money in and if you haven't done so then do it and see how it makes you feel if you don't like it after a month or two, you got to try it at least for two months. Shut it down. Yeah, shut it down. <laughs> but try it and see if it makes your heart feel any better. Like when it comes out of your account, like you're giving it to us and we are freaking receiving it and appreciating it. And, and being good stewards of it too. Yeah, we are being good stewards. And I just want to, I just wanted to throw that in there because I just remember the beginning of Patreon. I was just like, don't, Why are you doing that? Yeah, don't, don't, don't uh, subscribe or don't, you well, know, I, if I you don't want that. to. Like, we all kind of felt like that a little bit. It's like it's hard to like when you're not performing or providing something. But we are. But now it feels at this point like we are. And we don't have that, imposter syndrome anymore. No. It's and, like, and I think definitely no. before I felt like that and maybe that's another reason like we're not really a podcast. We're just like doing this Mel, on our porch. We're sitting in our studio. <laughs> Was it, well, well, I'm talking about the recent past, <laughs> not like right now. I'm, I'm talking about maybe even the last six months. I've definitely come to terms with, yes, I am a podcaster. That is something that I do in my, not in oh, my spare time, like in my, you know, accounted for time. And so it's it's the like revelation of it and the acceptance of it and, well, and that's gained more merit too just the word and the simple thing of podcast yeah three and a half years ago i remember the first time telling my dad what is that it is always what the hell is a podcast <laughs> how do you listen to know, that what is it? yeah now there's so you know oh, now i miss my dad now there's too. a lot 
there's a lot of podcasts out there and they're it's legitimate it's yeah and a they're form great of entertainment that is growing and growing and we're part of that and so. podcasts are they can be your best friend you can sit there and i had a really amazing comment from one of my coworkers who has been a producer his whole entire life for um amc and he had listened to one of our podcasts that i sent him and was like you know you guys create such an atmosphere. I could see listening to you guys while I cook or, you know, while I'm gardening or, and that made me so happy because I do that with stuff that I like, you know? And so to be that for somebody else, heck yeah. That, so, that compliment from Bill Nershey. Well, I think it was a statement. It sweetened the entire quarantine for me. Oh. He gave, he gave you a little heart hug. It, it, did, little it did. It was like, oh, that's why. Like, thank you, Bill. Yeah, man. Yes. Thanks for that's doing that for deal. Aaron. I needed it. Yeah. See, and wow. that's why Happy Bill birthday, and Mom. Jill, you need to keep doing <laughs> your thing because that little bit of love it goes on and on. Yep. On so and on. on and on, y'all. We'll Ripples. be back next week. Ripples with more stuff and things. And guess what? What? If you feel like it, go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and sign up as one of our patrons and we will be eternally grateful. And if you're not into that and you just like, you know, it's holidays and you, excuse me, I burped. You don't know what to get somebody in your life. You can go to no simple road.com and click on the merch tab and hook yourself up with a, or hook somebody up with like a coffee cup or, um, a fanny pack or a neck gaiter or a t-shirt there's lots of cool stuff up there so go check it out and um we'll be back with more stuff we love you guys take care of each other smile a stranger underneath your mask and um hydrate safety third <laughs> aloha love to you all
I want to tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. It features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little, a little taste of it right down to the shaking microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick, and usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not-so-grown-up things like... Hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics... Um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that, that you either love, want to love, or hate. Yeah, imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that, that uh, has impacted your life uh, and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week. So triangulate your speakers. Think about jumping off the bed, singing along, dancing like an idiot and listen to Axe Grind podcast.